I'm Debbie Godfrey. Welcome to the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. Today's pep talk is about urging. And Rudolph Dreikers talks about urging. I think we would probably call this reminding. And so many parents come to my classes saying, I wish I didn't have to remind my child 20 times to do something. And so this urging them, he also called it prodding. And he said, sometimes the child may require prodding. And if he does, you have to encourage him in all friendliness of the need for his cooperation. But if the child offers resistance, any attempt to persuade him is generally useless. And I found this to be exactly true about reminding. When you remind your child, it's, it's, it's great to tell them one time something that you need from them or something that they need to do. But as soon as you start repeating yourself, you're undermining your authority. You're causing them to tune you out, create what we call parent deafness. So reminding isn't, isn't helpful in most situations. And Trikers goes on to say, it is especially harmful when compliance on his part requires an inner preparation. Urging may be proper when the child should dress himself more warmly before he goes out to play. Such purely external duties may often require just a little friendly pressure. And it says, but never try to persuade a child to eat, fall asleep, or silence an expression of emotion like crying or sulking, or to perform any function that proceeds only from an inner motive. So what he's talking about here are, are things that what we want is to help our children learn to monitor their internal environment and make decisions based on what is the best choice here. And what happens when we raise our kids, if we make too many of those decisions directly for them, they don't learn to monitor their internal environment. They learn, they just kind of follow what we say and they're often, they don't know what to do unless we tell them what to do. And some of them become very compliant and, and look to us for all direction. Others become rebellious rebelling against that, knowing that inside they need to make these decisions themselves. And so either way, it just depends on the child's innate personality, which way they go. And either way, it's not really all that helpful for them in the long run. And so then he goes on to say, through external inducements, you may move him to take a bite of food in his mouth and chew it, but swallowing and digesting require actual willingness. The same is true of sleeping. You may put the child to bed against his will, but any further meddling disturbs the process of falling asleep. Likewise, the child's emotions cannot be influenced by pressure. He will not stop crying or pouting until he is inwardly prepared to do so. Pressure only increases the inner resistance. Hence, words are useless in these instances and are even harmful, since they often produce the opposite of the desired effects. So it's, you know, of course it's possible to influence our children, but it all depends on whether we win them over to a cooperative attitude or not, making them inwardly prepared to behave as they should. They have to feel within themselves that the incentive to do, the incentive to do what's necessary. And there's a great story in here I'm going to read to you. Little Eve's objections to taking a nap immediately after dinner vanished at once when she learned that she would not be allowed to stay up in the evening for the chamber music unless she had slept for an adequate time after her meal. Once she refused to eat her cereal, but when she found that nothing else was forthcoming, she said, you know, daddy, the cereal doesn't taste so bad anymore. Her inner resistance had disappeared. This result could never have been attained through persuasion. On the contrary, pressure would only have prevented the child's sleeping and eating. 
So in those cases, again, we just quietly friendly. If they, you know, if they don't want to eat, they don't want to sleep. We just offer them what it is that they can do and then quietly wait for them to go through their inward process of deciding whether they're going to cooperate. And if we provide resistance, it just gives them a lot to fight against. So then it finally, it, it completes with, thus even defiant children will readily compose themselves if they are not cajoled and fretted over, but left to themselves. Even crying will cease at once when the child's interest is diverted to other matters. Urging, however, will never have this effect. So for today, notice all those times that you want to urge, prod them along and see if there's a way you can figure out to leave them to their own devices to figure out that from within what the correct or the proper response is in the situation and just smile and nod your head and be present and loving and friendly, but let them work through some of these tougher issues inside. Have a great day. Happy parenting. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. I assume you're here because you're getting something out of these daily pep talks. And wouldn't it be great if more parents could hear more about these ideas for their children? And you can help me in a great way by liking the episodes, by sharing them on your social media, and especially by providing a review on your platform of choice. So if you could do me a huge favor and do that, it would really help get this out to many, many, many more parents. And we can all help our children feel more seen, heard, and understood, which is my life's work, is to make sure that all children feel loved and appreciated and that we can discipline them without breaking their spirit. So I hope that you've enjoyed these podcasts and will continue to enjoy them. And I really appreciate any support you can give me here at Positive Parenting Pep Talks. Thank you so much. Have a great day and happy parenting.